Hi, beautiful. Okay, so this is my second time recording this. I don't know if the universe is trying to tell me a sign, um, but I am recording this because this is the death to the podcast, and I am going to attempt to keep these episodes up um, because I am very grateful to all the women that sat with me and this journey that took the time out of their day, that took their energy to record an episode with me. And I hope that this has made you realize that um, not only is your body or your lingerie, but who are you as a woman underneath it? Because society might give you handbooks. Um, there's jewels that you can dig up from within the earth. And you might have a hard time understanding, connecting with that jewel, right? With that gift of you that is within your body. I know um, within my journey, I've discovered a jewel and I personally do not like the gift. I hate the gift of my body because my gift, just like there's um, woman you know, you go to a church and they're very like, I don't say like they're healers, but they, they are, they almost have this healing energy and they create community and there's church environment looking out for everyone around them, right? You have people who can, they just connect. <laughs> they have the beautiful grandma energy. You have like, there's just so many different types of women um, and so many different types of gifts. You know, you have the gift of being a psychic being able to kind of look in the future and see and that kind of, but have this clear vision of, of what stars and galaxies can appear and like how can you best use that when it comes to living this high performance lifestyle for goddesses. And I know that that's something that's always pushed me to the next level is this feeling of drive. Like a lot of people say, Oh, have a why, but what happens when that light of being your why goes out? Well, what's your drive, right? What's this silver jewel that just really helps you discover who you are as one within your body? What's the lingerie handbook for being in your body? In order to discover that handbook, we're going to have to take off the lingerie design of your body being um, an object and step into it being a divine lingerie design. Now, complete transparency. I abhor my lingerie design because my personal lingerie design with my body is that anyone who wants to can have sex with me. And I know as triggering as that might sound, <laughs> you have no idea how triggering it is to live it and um, traumatizing, beyond traumatizing is to live it. And people say, oh, well, you know, you've been playing with this or, oh, you've been playing with that um, and denying that it happens. And that's even more traumatizing to be quite transparent with you. But all I did and all these practices are there are different ways of activating your parasympathetic nervous system and activating your vagus nerve, our cranial nerve 10, which runs from your head to your gut. 
And so we live in a world where it has really pushed this stress, stress, stress response. And without realizing now that I can look what my training methods are, it's literally finding ways for the body to be more open, more relaxed, and just, yeah, it's literally just finding ways to be the body more open and more relaxed, right? Um, a long time ago, sex existed as a person, and I'm it. Um, there's two on the back of my computer, there's two index cards. One's a pale pink one that says the more feminine I become, the rarer I am in my body. And for anyone who's going through a low moment, needs a little bit of encouragement, that's something that I would definitely reach out to you um, as one of your wings. I always have given this metaphor of Andrew Wings all throughout this podcast. Um, and think of the one side of the wings as the more feminine I become, the rarer I am my body. And the second one is that it's possible to be erotic and sexy and be a multi-billionaire. And I say this because I really believe that this is the other set of, win- of wings. This is on, on like a pale blue index card. I don't know if I saw that, said that, this recording. And I say that because um, I once met a woman whose name was Isis, and she told me that, um, not, not told me, but it was within this Awaken Millionaire training, and she was talking about how she really, it was really bothering her, this whole thing with sex trafficking, because um, she had, you know, been through it herself, and she just has this heart of this pure crystal, and she wanted to make a difference, and this transmission through higher self came to her and said, like, once women have have free agency over their money, like, if a woman has her own money, I don't remember exact words, but the transition to it is, woman has money, um, then that would that would not eliminate, but that would help. Right now, personally, with me, I want to eliminate this sex trafficking thing. I want to put the rug all the way out from under it, which would seem as an impossible task. And to me, it does seem an impossible task. It seems completely not feasible in any capacity. I um, once had a when I used to work at the physical therapy clinic. I had a boss who played a huge impact, huge, huge, huge impact on my life. His name name is Josh. And I would always be like, Josh, I want to change the world. I want to change the world. I have want to change the world. (laughs) And I would just, and I don't know what gave me that crazy idea because I had just failed in a mega, mega, mega way. You know, there were some difficult things growing up. And I used to say like, I'm going to be able to make a better life for my family and I. I had this idea of going to physical therapy school. That was my dream. That was my dream from when I worked at the hippotherapy farm, which is therapy on horseback. And I saw people who were disabled be able to walk again, be able to stand again, be able to do all these things. This little boy who had been rendered unable to walk from a polio vaccine. That was just super special. Um, well, he was, I mean, 
tell the full details because you're probably like, what? Like, I remember he was unable to walk because of a polio vaccine that he got when he was like two. And I remember him seeing him take his first steps. And I will never forget the reaction of his mom and his grandparents as he took his first step. And I will like that feeling in his own body, like the energies from his own body. I will never forget that moment. I will never forget that moment. There's another woman who um, she had been with, uh, she had MS. And it's through hippotherapy or therapy on horseback and therapeutic riding that she was able to get some of her agency of her life and her body back through her. And so from that moment, I, like, I knew I wanted to be a therapist. And there were other things that came to play that even stronger, like made that such a dream for me, right? So, and, that, and I always held on to that. I always held on to that. Um, I remember in college I was raped and I just remember like he tore me up so bad I couldn't run and that was my outlet right and I just remember not even walking I was like limping I, I didn't tell anybody um, and so I went to the clinic and the lady laughed at me <laughs> when she um, heard when she saw what's going on but anyway I uh, I would always had this dream and I failed at that dream and I tried year after year to apply for grad school year after year I failed in a way that was a prep for how many other times I would fail and have failed along my journey and I reached a point in my journey where I need a new vibration and at the end of the day I realized I was it and for being it um, I was thrown away and it still happens. And now knowing why it's happening, I think um, I want to say more of an adult to take the beatings. But I look back at the little girl, and I see the life journeys unfold, and I was like, "Dang, I wish I could have known I was worthy." when that guy was on top of me. I wish I could have known I was sacred and beautiful when that woman was looking at, looking at me, that part that I ripped, that part that I, that he ripped me. I wish I could have known how feminine, how valuable I am when I'm looking at these different rejection letters. I wish I could have known that I'm walking in the body of a goddess as woman slut shamed me. And it's still a vulnerable place. And I was completely vulnerable with you. I have a gift that I don't like, that anyone who wants to can have sex with my body. And so many people say, well, you know, because it's not in the physical forms. But the fact that the person is close to you, that doesn't make it any better. I didn't do any spells over my body. I didn't do, I literally did squats. <laughs> hip thrusts, which is a weight that you put on your hips and you go up and down, clam raises, <laughs> lateral band walks. I did that. And I took a really raw journey where I, I healed, went into the things going, the ants, not even in the ant, just ancestral and looked to see like what were the patterns and what patterns have worked and what patterns haven't worked 
for our, our family lineage, right? And taking those painful moments, and this is why it's like rewrite the recipes of the ancestors with bleeding hands, with this shaking, quivering body. And then to have, to me, it's a demonization to have someone reference that as strength when in all actuality, it's just a woman attempting to breathe with no longer wanting to, with no longer desiring to have a breath in her body. But I can't change the breath that is. So the breath that is, it happens to be a very sensuous type of energy, very sensuous type of breath, which while giving life to things, at the same aspect is giving death to me. Being slut shame and physically penetrated in your weakest moments are some of the most miserable things. Um, and at those moments, it's so hard to believe and to imagine that your crystal, your vibration, you're a goddess. We really need to undemonize sexualization. We really need to have this separation of saying that as women, our bodies are uh, something like. I've learned that this energy within our body is light, it's yummy, it's luxurious, it's sensual. It's literally a transformation that turns you into gold. It's kind of like, think of the energy as of the wine within your body, right? And so the woman that haven't done, hasn't done healing, their wine has this gunky, like, gunky bits of like crud. <laughs> literal shit throughout generations that are all within it um and it's so gunky and slime almost like a sewage right and that their bodies themselves just living breathing like a living like their bodies themselves start to break apart because what's inside themselves is so toxic so toxic and as you do this healing, as you kind of, this energy goes through the wine press and all this dirt and all this specks, all this comes up, what happens is that the wine inside, it, 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 it starts to, it's still there in its original form and the vibration inside, the purity inside, the crystal inside starts to come through. And the more and more threads that you take off, the more and more gunk you take off, what you're left is this softly vibrating body. And it's the end of the day, it's a softly vibrating body that we as women are slain for, beaten for, raped for, slut shamed for. Um, it's for this softly vibrating body, right? So in those moments, it may not feel yummy and sensual and divine to be in your body. But here's the thing. It will when you're in it. So to anyone and everyone who's joining, joined, no, I can't talk, joined me for this journey, 
Thank you. I hope whether it was a minute of an episode, if you listened to it, whether it was a whole episode, um, one, please give me grace <laughs> because in some of these, uh, listen, I'm not a natural interviewer. I didn't know what I was doing and I'm doing this throughout a huge transformation. So there is, I can think of one specific episode where I literally could not move um, afterward because it took so much for me to just show up. <laughs> That's how intense my transformation is. But um, so please give me grace. Um, I'm not perfect. I didn't have a program to push play or to listen to. Um, I've I can't say I've done it alone because I've had had coaches within different spots. Um, but a lot of it, I'll just be real and raw. I've had to make my own training and coaching plan before and been thrown away by some of the coaches that I went to. So, um, yeah. And, you know, don't have the answer. Um, but there's a sexer set of stilettos. And it's kind of like once you get to the bottom of the skunk, you see this lingerie dress and you're like, what? This dress exists? I can wear this dress? I can slip this dress on? And like, I didn't even know this dress was an option. (laughs) So whether it's been a second or a minute, I hope that these episodes have been like, dang, I didn't even know this, that this dress was an option. Now I do have a little bit of a disclaimer um, I may not be able to leave these episodes up. However, I'm going to try my best to be able to. So, um, just because this transformation keeps on evolving. Um, and, uh, the more things that I delete from social media, the more videos I delete, the more power I have back within my body And right now my body is like calling for me to just close this whole thing down to revert all these episodes to drafts and to just kind of disappear. (laughs) Because when I spoke my truth, I don't know that there was a single person that listened. And I understand like there's not a way for people to understand like this is why Jesus said it was happening parables. (laughs) I get it. This I get it. I get it. Um, so that's it. Love you. Stay blessed.